we'd like to welcome you back to the fourth and final part of our current event and weekly Bible study for January 8th, 2012. And uh, <clears throat> we're going to be segueing into an article entitled, Warning Flu Shots Are Coming to Your Church. If you go to church, heed this warning. <clears throat> this is from Dr. Mercola's site. It starts out by saying, Recently, the White House Office of Faith-Based and Neighborhood Partnerships held an invitation-only call. The call was co-sponsored by the U.S. Health and Human Services, the Office of Minority Health, and the CDC. Now, notice <clears throat> this theme where, as I've talked about in this teaching quite a bit about the 501c3 church and their contention that we do whatever the government tells us to do, Romans 13, which is a total misrepresentation of that portion of scripture, as we've amply proved. And then the, the study where we saw, where we talked about um, <clears throat> the uh, FCC coming to the churches literally in the pulpit saying, you know, they want to make sure that the all their congregants know about the switch to the... Uh, Sound of Silence technology over to the digital cable boxes, and there's a whole bunch of evil going on with that, and I did a whole teaching on that. Now, we've got the White House Office of Faith-Based and Neighborhood Partnerships held an invitation-only call. Call is co-sponsored by the U.S. Health and Human Services Office of Minority Health and CDC. So it's totally big brother, totally government, uh, once again, yoking up now with the 501c3 corporate churches in order to spread this devil message that we're going to see about getting your flu shot. Conspicuously, the end of the invitation read, this call is off the record and not for press purposes. Now, the other thing that we had talked about also that is reminiscent of this and this same teaching that we covered is how the Worldwide Church of God refused to disclose how many of their pastors were essentially on the FEMA payroll and how, how that's a big, uh, big, gigantic, huge secret. So here we have, again, the government telling the churches this call is off the record and not for press purposes. I mean, how evil is this? That supposedly the church that represents God on the, on the planet, going around, I mean, because I'm sure they would all say that they do that, and going around cloak and dagger style behind their congregants' back to, um, and behind the people outside the church's back in order to make sure that this isn't for public consumption. Uh, there's nothing fishy about that. I, I see a lot of Bible for doing that as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, being really sneaky and doing a lot of this stuff behind people's backs. You know, sure. Um, <clears throat> but it came. But this became public when it showed up on the HHS website, uh, Health and Human Services. Fortunately, one of our staff was able to get on the call. The focus of the call, and this is Dr. Mercola, the focus of the call was on getting faith-based organizations to sponsor flu clinics with Walgreens. So faith-based organizations. Again, government yoking up with the church, and now they're getting them to sponsor flu clinics for, with Walgreens. Basically, they want to move inside your church, mosque, or synagogue, and set up a shop with your pastor, priest, imam, or rabbi on hand to convince you to get a flu shot. Now, remember, Mercola's not a Christian. He's just telling this from the, his own perspective. As an example, they cited a priest who stopped in the middle of the Mass to roll up his sleeve and get vaccinated. Well, that's a real match made from hell. Catholicism combined with vaccinations, you know. Uh, inspiring the rest of his parish to line up behind him, get their nice DNA-tainted, aluminum-filled, thermarazole-filled flu shot vaccine, which has proven to be totally worthless, and actually probably speed up your demise very quickly. Dr. Hugh Fundenberg, one of the leading immunogenesis, found that 
it was some unbelievably staggering statistic. Like after uh, three or four uh, flu shots, your 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 risk of getting Alzheimer's just goes through the absolute roof because of all the aluminum and thimerosal and other brain altering chemicals in the vaccines that literally have a high affinity for brain tissue. And again, it's just one more way that they're trying to dumb us down and, and cause diseases in us. So, um, <clears throat> going further, the idea of holding out your arm and getting a shot in the middle of a worship service with your pastor, pastoral leader urging you on is horrific. The reason they're doing this, health officials said on the phone, is that they found the non-traditional settings, such as worship, worship services, can be highly effective in influencing people's decisions. Why? Because your guard's down. You're going into a place you thought you could trust. And here you have the person that you believe that maybe you could trust most in life, your priest, pastor, imam, rabbi, whatever, and they're telling you, oh, no, no, this is of God. We need to do this. We need to inject these foreign materials straight into our bloodstream. There's a lot of Bible for that, too. So, uh, speaking directly to church leaders, Joshua Dubois Executive Director of the White House Faith-Based and Neighborhood Partnership said, quote, As trusted messengers, you're able to spread messages and help get people vaccinated. Zeroing in on minorities, particularly older adults, blacks and Latinos, health officials said churches, mosques, and schools are places where barriers to vaccinations can be taken down. So they want to really get at the minorities. See, they've still got their same uh, ethnic hygiene thing going on. I mean, it's a proven fact that the ma- the majority of abortions that occur in abortion clinics, particularly in America, are from minority and particularly uh, black races. I'm not being prejudiced, I'm just saying that they have disproportionately aborted black babies more than any other. Well, that goes along with it. I mean, if you look how Planned Parenthood, Planned Parenthood got started with Mar- Margaret Sanger, she was a eugenicist. She was literally corresponding with Hitler, and this is their their agenda. So they're saying this is a great place that they can target uh, minorities, older adults, blacks, Latinos. You know, they can be convinced to be vaccinated at that point. Besides hosting flu shot clinics, churches can also help by putting reminders in their bulletins and by church members personally reminding others to get their shots, officials said. They even went so far as to encourage the churches to pay people's insurance co-pays so they'd be more inclined to get the shots. These devils want the churches to, to uh, man up, I guess, and pay the copays. For those who simply can't pay anything, there'll be 300,000 free shots given out as part of the flu vaccine crusade. Oh, man, I mean, wow. Re- really thankful that that's going to be the case. Uh, I have, uh, I mean, I've told the story many, many times. I had a patient that had gotten, um, was, I treated him for a long time, auto accident a long time ago. We were wrapping up his case. His wife had come in months later after we had discharged him. And uh, I, I think his, his name might have been Franklin. I forget. But I said, you know, hey, how's Franklin? And, and she's like, oh, he died. I'm like, what? She's like, yes, he had a flu shot, and the day later he was dead. I'm like, wow, I'm really sorry. And, I mean, she was real matter-of-fact about it. But it was like... Do you know how many times that happens? It's a well-known fact. People work in these retirement homes that when the flu shot season rolls around, there's going to be a whole bunch more beds opening up. Why? Because it's the, it's the, literally, they've got one foot in the grave and one foot on a banana peel, and this is the thing that pushes them finally into the grave. The flu shot. It's the one thing, I mean, you know, 
This is what happens. And it's it's a literal fact that people that work in these retirement homes know this. And flu season rolls around, oh, we're going to have a lot more beds opening up. These, uh, these ones that are just hanging on. Or maybe even not ones that are just hanging on. Maybe ones that are even appearing healthy. They have an adverse reaction to a flu shot, which is very, very common. They don't have, they're old enough, they don't have any way to even fight it off. And they die. Happens all the time. Well, Satan's agenda accomplished. So, uh, the original concept of faith-based neighborhood partnerships d- developed in 2001 and was to help community leaders enhance the 1998 initiative to eliminate racial and ethnic disparities in health. Now, isn't this ironic? They're trying to eliminate racial and ethnic disparities in health because they deserve the same care as uh, like the Caucasian white races deserve. So we want to make sure, but actually they're zeroing in on minorities more than anyone and trying to eliminate them. And again, this, this plan has been enacted ever since the 1920s. Hitler patterned a lot of what he did off what we were already doing in America, which we just proved in the last teaching. This is how sick they are. The partnership targets cancer screening, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, infant mortality, HIV, and vaccinations. Now listen, I don't have a problem with getting screened. The problem lies in the fact that many times screening, particularly cancer screening, produces a lot of false flags, which works to their advantage. And also, it's, it's good to know if your, if your arteries are plaqued up. It's good to know if you have a cancerous tumor. The problem is, is once you get into that system, you're going to get their remedy. Cancer, slash and burn, chemo, radiation. Oh yeah, that's, that's really the way to go. I mean, that's the, that produces such wonderful, wonderful results. And, you know, you could go on and on and on about that. I mean, chemotherapy is literally, well, when it was first developed, was literally leftover mustard gas from World War um, I. So, I mean, it is that talk, it is poison. It is total poison. They're pumping into a person's body, saying, oh, it's killing the cancer, killing you too. So, again, there's just um, these things that have natural treatments for, natural cures, they want to treat them with slash and burn, surgery, drugs, something that's never actually going to promote health or help the body ramp up its own defenses to counter this. No, 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 no. We don't want to do any of that. We want to destroy the immune system, destroy your body, and we want to supply you with a total remedy, our version of the cure. And it's not a cure. So going further... For at least 10 years, the collaboration of community-based volunteers, nonprofit organizations, and faith-based groups worked at grassroots levels in their respective neighborhoods, funded by Congress through various health care grants. However, in 2010, the initiative took a turn when, with the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act, which moved the initiative's management to the Center for Faith-Based and Neighborhood Partnerships. Didn't that sound nice and rosy? paving the way for the federal government to fund and run projects like flu clinics right inside your 501c3 corporate church. I added the last part in. It's no surprise that flu shots were already covered by most insurance plans. Medicare and the Vaccines for Children program, of course. I mean, you want to make sure you kill the the elderly and you want to kill the young. You want to get them when they're young. You want to kill off the elderly. The people in the middle, you know, they, they still can be, they, they can be used a little bit greater for Satan, you know, as far as just milking them dry, because they're still maybe in the income producing range, things like this. But, you know, I think they want to really, really target those two age groups, the, the elderly and, the, and the, uh, the children. Corrupt them as young as possible and make sure that they kick the bucket as soon as possible once they get past a certain age. But for some reason, health 
health officials have decided it's okay to push the government into places of worship, mid-service, and to sell and administer vaccines. And this no-press-allowed phone call that they got onto Mercola reiterated that over and over again. In other words, well, you've got to keep quiet about this. We're slime buckets, okay? We're the government. We're slime buckets. We're going to come into your church. We don't want anybody to know we're doing this. We want to come in covertly. We want to come in unannounced. We want to use your pastors as our mouthpieces, as our little tools to do Satan's work. And we want to make sure that we brainwash your congregation to the nth degree and they'll go along and do whatever Big Brother says. I just translated for you what their agenda is. Okay, So, um, going further, I can only wonder which vaccine they'll move into your church next, all in the name of, quote, community health. Uh, in February 2011, new research showed that a 76% of white seniors get flu vaccines with 68% of English, English-speaking Hispanic seniors getting them. I mean, that's, I, I just, it's so horrific that these people are doing this. And 64% of Spanish-speaking Hispanic seniors also doing it. In a phone conference, officials emphasized that they want to increase flu vaccine coverage beyond those numbers. It's not enough that 76%, 64 and 68% of these respective groups get. No, 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 no. They want to get 100%. If they want to get as close to 100% as possible. For obvious reasons, as we've stated earlier, to fulfill Satan's agenda. But unfortunately, they neglected to mention the shocking lack of evidence supporting flu vaccines. The truth is, flu vaccines just don't do what the CDC claims they do. I've written about this several times before. Now, as far as I'm concerned, he's not near uh, in your face enough about this. He's good, but he's not nears in your face. In your face is all the quotes I just quoted from these other medical doctors that talked about the absolute, total, literal whores of vaccinations and how they are the chief cause of cancer and how they are propagating childhood diseases and all the, the horrific things they're doing to our DNA and, and these types of things. Um, but he cites this, uh, he says, I've written about this several times along with major news, media, and health. Using Lancet's own numbers, meaning the medical profession's own numbers, the statistics, their statistics, show that the vaccine only works 1.5 times out of 100. <laughs> and I don't even give it credit for that. I've seen many, many people get flu shots, and then within close proximity, they have terrible flu, like the next day, or very close proximity, or they die. So, you know, this is garbage, Going further, it's a far cry from the 60% the CDC claims on its website, or the 70 to 90% it claimed before they changed their numbers this year. They're, they're just liars. <laughs> they're just liars. That's all they they'll, they'll do. They're just they're the father of the devil, and that's what he does. He lies. Some people call this lying with statistics, but any way you look at it, the secret's out. Flu vaccine statistics just do not add up to warrant pushing them on your church or anywhere for that matter. Ultimately, it is the state of your own immune system that determines whether or not you will get sick from being exposed to viral or bacterial organisms associated with infectious diseases like the flu. Yes, amen. It's your own immune system. That's what God put there. You know? You, you, um, you can't drug your body into good health. You can't drug your body into a high-level state of immunity. You will only do the opposite if you try to use drugs to do that. They suppress your own immune system. This is why they only have a temporary effect. And why, like with antibiotics, for instance, you go on them, wow, I, I got, went on them, I felt fine, and then I got off them, and um, I got sick again. I had to go back on them. It's never-ending. 
kills all the flora in your intestinal tract, which is a huge part of your immune system. It helps keep candida, the bad yeast, in check in your intestinal tract. And this is why people, particularly women that get them, get these chronic yeast infections. And the yeast literally, the candida literally gets into the bloodstream. And you can see it on what they call live blood cell analysis, which I used to do. Take a, a, a drop of literal live blood, put it under a slide, and you can look at it live. And you can see the candida colonies just teeming around in most people. It's, it's one of the most common things you can possibly ever see. And it's epidemic, candida. And a lot of it's from the antibiotics. A lot of it's due to overconsumption of carbohydrates as well. And even eating meats that are filled with, uh, where they feed tons of antibiotics to the cows and, and the, uh, the, um, the pigs or whatever meat you might be eating, chickens, they feed it to the animals in order to keep, because if one gets sick, the whole herd will get sick. So they constantly keep them on antibiotics. They constantly keep them on hormones. I mean, all kind of horrific things they keep them on just to keep them healthy enough, not really healthy, but alive to the point where they can slaughter them Okay, and you're getting a good dose of antibiotics just eating the meats. That's why it's good whenever you can or if you can to try to eat as natural a meat as possible, organic being the best. But anyway, I understand that's not an option for everybody. I'm just saying, in an ideal world, that would be the way to go. Now, think about it. Go back 100 years. Everything was organic. Now you have to go to the health food store and it's like, you know, these specialized products and a lot of times they're scams. Some of the organics Back a hundred years ago, or let's say back before the, uh, the advent of modern day pesticides, fertilization, antibiotics, everything was organic. It was just the way it was. Why? That was the way it's always been. God always, it's the way God intended it to be. Organic. Not using chemical fertilizers and destroying the soil that the, the, the actual uh, uh, plants are grown out of, sterilizing the soil. It's a whole other book. There's a book called Empty Harvest by... Uh, Mark uh, Anderson. Now, he's a little new age, from what I recall, but it's a good book about that subject, how they've totally destroyed the soils in America and what that's done to the food chain. Because, think about it, you're only strong as the weakest link in your chain. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? If you grow a plant out out of garbage soil that's been totally depleted, and there's biblical wisdom in what the Bible says about letting the crops, the land rest every seven years. They don't do that. No. They just keep growing crop after crop after crop. And then, yeah, if, if they're good, semi-good, they'll rotate crops at least. But the soils are so depleted of all the different trace minerals. And if they're depleted of all the trace minerals, how do they show up in the vegetable or the fruit they're growing? How does it get there if it's not in the soil? Because the root system brings it up and puts it into the fruit or the vegetable. Can't, it can't get there. Or the grain. It can't get there if the soils are depleted. And they are. They use liquid um, fertilizers, usually what's known as NPK, nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium, which is just enough synthetic minerals to get the plant to grow. So it may look like a tomato, but it's really missing all kind of massive trace minerals and all kinds of other things. And then they use fungicides and pesticides and these types of things because the plant's so weak and so pitiful and has no immune system or defense system of its own to ward off pests, which it normally would have if grown in good soil, that they have to use all the fungicides and pesticides and herbicides which get on there and, and, and just totally corrupt the plant. And, and I mean, you, you can't, even if you're soaking them in, in all kind of vegetable and fruit washes, inorganic fruits or vegetables are almost impossible to truly, you can't just get the pesticides out of them. 
you know. I, I, I advise soaking even the organics in that stuff. I wish it wasn't this complicated. I wish it wasn't this evil. But when you've got a satanic system trying to kill you, 800 ways, or no, 8,000 probably would be more accurate. It's just the way it is. <laughs> and I'm just trying to educate um, the people that listen to this ministry or these broadcasts, I'm just trying to educate them in the shortest amount of time as possible to all the devices of Satan. Where we may be being destroyed for lack of knowledge. Where Satan may be getting an advantage of us. Why? Because we are ignorant of his devices. And the Bible says not to be that way, according to 2 Corinthians 2.11. So, uh, let's go further here. Um, <clears throat> I'm running out of time here. Uh, let's see here. So, Okay, so ultimately, it is the state of your immune system that determines whether or not you will get sick from being exposed to viral or bacterial organisms associated with infectious diseases like flu. And I'm going to get into some things you can do uh, coming up here. The key to boosting your own immune system lies in your lifestyle habits. Healthy food, stress relief, exercise, sleep, safe exposure to sunlight, among other things. Now, stress relief, one of the things I find is the most detrimental to the immune system is... um, Caffeine. Now, I'm not saying you have to always, always avoid it. Okay, like a cup of coffee or whatever. Some people are more sensitive than others. I am mega sensitive over, I can't even drink one cup of coffee a day. It just decimates my immune system for some reason. I have a really bad reaction off that. I, I don't probably, sometimes I don't even drink any in a week at all. And the thing is, is the caffeine stimulates your adrenal glands. And that gives you the the lift in your, um, it gives you the energy boost that you feel temporarily from drinking caffeine. What is that doing? It's tapping into your adrenal glands. What is the primary, one of the primary places in the body where vitamin C is processed and it's the adrenal glands. Okay, so a lot of people that drink a lot of caffeinated products, whether it's coffee or sodas or whatever, their adrenals are shot. And as a result, they cannot cope with stress very well. And they keep taking more in caffeine to treat, keep trying. But it's like whipping a tired horse. There's, it's like the adrenals can't put out anymore. And they are responsible for so many different hormonal pathways. And uh, has a lot to do with your immune system. So that's one of the things that really, really will, will take you down um, when... If, if your immune system is, is like weakened, the caffeinated products will really put you over the edge. Uh, when I did that, I remember when I did that 14-city uh, tour back in 06, uh, I was really, I, did, I made it a point, I didn't drink anything caffeinated the whole trip, because you're on different planes every day, other than one day. And I went literally from coast to coast to coast to coast to coast. I'm not exaggerating. It was ridiculously planned out. And... I was like, you know what? The air inside airplanes are, are a terrible source of of passing, being able to pass infectious airborne stuff. Terrible way to be, okay? And because they recycle the air, it's it's not good. And being in different hotel rooms every night, and then being around different people and audiences every night, and that type of stuff. All the people you encounter in the airports, you really don't want to do anything that's going to compromise your immune system. And I made it a point not to have any caffeinated products at all, and I did not get sick at all. Now, I had a lot of nutrients with me too, but uh, I know had I been, like, let's say, 
I had been drinking coffee, or even one cup a day, okay, I would have most likely got sick and had to cancel the tour. So, it's that big of a deal. At least it is for me, and some other people it is as well. Now, there's some people, it's like I've seen, it's like they drink coffee by the pot. You know? Oh, yeah, I had two pots today. Is that all you got? I mean, it's like, my word, I mean, <laughs> they, they've got very, very hardy adrenal glands, evidently, and a high capacity to uh, spare their vitamin C. See, you can't, you can't manufacture vitamin C in the body. Uh, the adrenals store it, but we can't manufacture it. Animals can. They can manufacture it, and it's stored in, in the adrenals of, of animals. But we don't have that capability as humans. So the only way I know of how to do it is actually get it in our diet. We're going to talk about that soon. Okay, so, um, artificially manipulating your immune system with a vaccine to try to keep and stay healthy is not the same thing, nor does it produce the same kind of immunity and sought-after disease-fighting result. Since numerous studies show that D, vitamin D, particularly vitamin D3, boosts immunity, particularly, and I added this in here, food state vitamin D3, there's a difference between synthetic and D3 derived from a food, the first thing you'll want to do is make sure you maintain your vitamin D levels at 50 to 70. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what unit of measurement this is, but it's the unit of measurement that they use to check vitamin D levels in the bloodstream. Uh, the only way you can be sure is of what your levels are is if you get tested. For an in-depth explanation of everything you need to know before you get tested, please read the latest updates on test values and treatment for vit- vitamin D deficiency. Now, here's where I differ from Dr. Mercola on some of these issues. He's coming around more, but, like, he'll just say, okay, just take this D3 or whatever, and it's, it's a synthetic. And there's only, well, really, there's only one company that I know of that actually produces a food-derived, or what they call a food-state vitamin D3. It's not synthetically made. See, that's the same way, that's the same thing they do to all drugs. They're synthetic derivatives of something that naturally occurs in nature. That's how all drugs are made. So synthetic vitamins are really not a whole lot different than actually drugs. They're not the same way that God created them in nature. And they too can have side effects. Remember what I told you before about certain B vitamins actually can cause sterility in men? And that they've known about that a long time. And this is why they came out with things like Wonder Bread. Remember Rot's Bodies in 13 Different Ways? Wonder Bread? And they would fortify it with their synthetic vitamins, which are garbage. They're nothing, they're just one notch up from a drug, is what they are. They're not how it naturally occurs in nature. Wonder Bread, they basically strip everything out, anything good out of the grain. The bran, the germ, all that's gone. And then you basically have like wallpaper paste left over that they basically bake into a bread form and then they fortify it with their 13, at least this is what they did before, rots bodies in 13 different ways, remember the old slogans, and um, actually said builds bodies in 13 different ways because it's 13 different uh, uh, vitamins or minerals or whatever, 13 the number of rebellion, probably no coincidence there. Anyway, so yeah, they, they would put their synthetic, uh, spray their synthetic vitamins back into their white wallpaper paste bread and say, oh yeah, this is good for you, man. This is, you know, if you want to get to the Olympics, this is the stuff you want to eat. You know, it's garbage. Total garbage. Bleached white flour is one of the worst things you can put in your body. I mean, th- there's a chemical that is created in the bleaching process of flour. I believe it's called a laxin. And it destroys 
the beta cells of the kidneys, which produce insulin. So you take enough bleached white flour or bleached really anything, destroys the beta cells, or they're also known as the islets of Langerhans, in the pancreas, and you can't produce insulin. So now what do you become? A diabetic that has to get injectable insulin. That's just one of the, and that started a long, long time ago. That was the early 1900s they started doing that. I've got a whole teaching that details this called Destroyed for Lack of Knowledge. It's not a teaching I've ever, actually ever put online. It was actually one of the first teachings I ever did in a church. But I've never committed it to, um, I've never actually committed the whole teaching because it was so huge. I never committed it to actually a, a teaching online. It's just so many things trying to cover. Um, but I can send it via email if you email me. So, um, so let's go further here. Uh, while supplements are okay, the best way to get your D is with safe exposure to sunshine. True. Or using a safe tanning bed. Now, I don't advocate going out there, you know, like half naked or whatever. But sun, sunlight on your skin, even sunlight exposure on the arm, you can generate vitamin D. You know. Um, or he says, or by using a safe tanning bed, one with electronic ballast rather than magnetic ballast to avoid unnecessary exposure to EMF fields. Now, of course, he's got his own line of tanning beds he's trying to sell. I'm sure they're better than the standard tanning bed, and I wasn't aware of this whole electronic versus magnetic ballast in, in the whole thing with the EMF fields, and he's got some lights in there that actually specifically are put in there to generate vitamin D production, which is really cool. I have to admit, really cool. But, you know, there's always the hidden agenda of, okay, what's he trying to sell? Okay, I'm, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. They look really good, but most people can't go out, and I think the cheapest one they got is like 1300 bucks. You know, and that's just for like a one side. I've seen some of these where like they just offer like face tanners or things like this. Um, I'm not sure, 100% sure how much vitamin D you could actually generate off that. People that live in more northern climates, particularly during winter, this is a big reason. A lot of people get depressed. They get what they call SADS, uh, Seasonal Affective Disorder, I believe is what it stands for. And a lot of people in these climates that are dark for like six months out of the year or large portions out of the year, they have a very high suicide rate. The, it affects your pineal gland, which is where, um, you know, the New Agers know it as their third eye and, and all that other stuff. But it's a gland God put there, has a lot to do with serotonin production, things of this nature. And um, the seasonal affective disorder, the, the low vitamin D, you're not getting the sunlight, your pineal gland is being affected in a, in a negative way. This is why a lot of people in Seattle commit suicide and stuff, because it's very dark there and rainy a lot. Well, that has a lot to do with vitamin D and pineal gland. So, you know, it's, uh, all of this is kind of connected. So, let's go further here. I give you the link to his tanning beds, too, um, just so you can look at that if you like. Other things that you can do, eating healthy, avoiding sugars and artificial sweeteners. Uh, now, sugars, I'm thinking more, okay, the artificial sugars, the white table sugar. Uh, now, a lot of the fruit juices, I mean, a lot of them, anything with high fructose corn syrup, nasty, nasty stuff. Let's talk about something that causes diabetes, you know. But any juice in and of itself really isn't, I mean, there was no juice plant in nature, you know. There's no, like, tree you go up to and has a little tap on the side and you get your cranberry juice out of it. See, the way God puts it in nature is he puts it in a plant or fruit form and you get the fiber and all the other stuff with it, which balances that that blood sugar effect that you're that you're bypassing when you juice something. 
Even carrot juice has a gigantically high glycemic index, which causes your blood sugar to spike and then crash. So I'm cautious about juices as well. So not to say a little bit, but but you know just don't go too hog wild on it. So anyway, let's go further here. Um, here's the vitamin D because people say, what vitamin D do you recommend? I recommend the one from Innate. They're the only company that I know of that actually puts out a food state D3. Not just regular synthetic vitamin D. No, it's a food state D3. Only company that I know of. Um, the, the highest potency they have is 2,000 international units. My thing is a lot of these people are saying, yes, you need like 50,000 international units a day. Well, you, you may theoretically need that much if you're going to do a synthetic. But I don't think if you're taking a food state, you need near that much. Because it's going to take a whole lot more of the synthetic to get the same effect as a food state. Vitamin, okay, so I don't, I've never taken that much. Uh, so this is a 2000 international unit. I gave you the picture of what the product looks like. Uh, I'll just read you a little bit about the uh, product. D3 by Innate provides critical components. Uh, true active food state D3 is effective, bioavailable, whole food form of D, complete with the amino acids and sterols, which act to catalyze mineral, mineral utilization. So, in other words, it's got all the other cofactors in there that you need to process the D3. Now, you don't go to the vitamin D3 plant in nature and say, ah, here it is, I'll take my D3, to the exclusion of all the other phytonutrients and trace minerals and vitamins and antioxidants that would normally occur with the D3. No, you get it all in one package if you get it in nature. So this is what they're trying to accomplish here with this particular product, kind of a total package. Um, D3 plays a vital role in bone health, immune health, calcium utilization, cardiovascular, and lung health. I've also heard it's very good for blood sugar issues, too. Vitamin D3 deficiencies are at an all-time high. Supplementation of this nutrient is of paramount importance. And I've done a whole study on the D3, how important it is for your immune system. Uh, Comprehensive formulation includes organic whole food D3, uh, whole food blend and immune blend and plant source enzymes. Uh, They're the only company that I know know of doing it. Uh, Now, this line... Innate and Right Foods, their sister companies, it's the same company, even though they're in totally different looking bottles, they both make food state vitamins, it's the same company, the whole nine yards. Sometimes you can find them online, but I have found like with the D3, like with the 2000 international units, I don't think you can normally find those online anymore. They're particularly, they want to put these in the hands of a doctor, um, as opposed to just putting them on the shelf and people randomly trying to go and buy them. I'm not 100% sure for the rationale, but um, if you do need the product, you can get it through me. Just email me, and I give my email address here. Um, it's D-R-J-O-H-N-S-O-N. It's, it's near the end here. I give it several times. Dr. Johnson at the letter I, the letter X, dot net com, N-E-T-C-O-M dot com. Or you can try to go online and find it. So either way, I'm just I'm trying to give you the options there that uh, that you have. Okay. So then the other supplements, the vitamin C. I believe this is no, I don't believe. I know this is the best vitamin C product I have ever used. It's it's the Right Foods, the sister company to an eight daily C five hundred ninety tablets. Now C is such a scam because vitamin C, the FDA says, is ascorbic acid. No, it's not. That's a component of the vitamin C complex. It's the antioxidant outer edge of the component. Calling ascorbic acid, vitamin C, is like taking a wheel off a Cadillac, the steering wheel, and saying, this is a Cadillac. 
handing it to somebody. Here's your Cadillac, and you give them the wheel. And you're like, no, it's, it's the steering wheel of the Cadillac. It's not the whole Cadillac. Oh, no, no. It's a Cadillac. Just stare at it long enough, and it'll become one. Well, it's not going to help me too much when i got to go down to the store to get my groceries. I, I can't use the steering wheel to get me there. Now, I'll need it to get down there, but I can't use it to get down there. Oh, no, no, no. It's a Cadillac. Trust us. We're the government. The FDA determines what a vitamin is and what it isn't. This is how arrogant these devils are. Okay, And this has been going on a ton, a long, long time. Okay, Vitamin C is way more than just ascorbic acid. There's things called P-factors, J-factors, K-factors. There's an, there's an enzyme called tyranase. There's all kind of things that encompass it in nature, like the way it would occur in an orange, for instance. It's the C complex. And again, it's always getting back to, okay, let's get back to the Word of God. Let's get back to how did God put it here. We know that he created the universe. We know that he didn't mess it up the first time, but man in his infinite wisdom comes along and saying, oh, no, no, I'm smarter than God. I think we can do it better. Let's make our genetically modified garbage and all these other things. Um, I really got to speed up there. I'm going to run out of time here because I can get ranting on this stuff. So, daily C500, um, just read you this, created by combining... Um, the sea with complementary foods such as oranges, lemons, and green peppers. It's literally derived from a food. Everything in it, okay? With all the other things that would naturally occur in nature. These foods are naturally rich in beneficial food components such as bioflavonoids, hesperidin, and rutin, which are known to enhance the body's ability to absorb and utilize C. C is a, vitamin C is an essential vitamin for good health and needs to be replenished daily to maintain optimal levels in the body. This product is one of the best I have ever taken as far as taking something on a daily basis. Now, I'm going to talk about the silver next, the colloidal silver. You have to understand, vitamin D3 and, and vitamin C and things like zinc and all the other cofactors that help your immune system, what that does is it builds your primary immune system, meaning the immune system that God gave you. When you take something like colloidal silver, yes, there is a, there is a need for that trace mineral in the body. But not to the extent that like vitamin C would be needed. Vitamin the, the silver tends to work as what they call a secondary Im- immune system in the body. Meaning you could have like be on death's doorstep and take silver in, and it's going to do its work regardless of what your own immune system looks like. It's acting as a secondary immune system you could fall back on. Whereas the C and the D3 and zinc and those other things tend to build your primary immune system, which keeps you from getting sick in the first place. So I end up doing far more of this product than I actually do the silver. I like to have the silver that I do just to keep down candida in my system, to take it periodically. I usually take it, oh, I don't know, every other day, every third day, sometimes every day. It depends how I feel. But I'm taking that more to keep down any candida in my system because I have been prone to that my whole life. And people that are prone to candida tend to be stay prone to candida the rest of their life. It's just... It's almost like a predisposition you build. And by candida, I mean yeast. And I mean like colonies that tend to form in the body that we described earlier. So, um, the C and the D3 are more of a, of a kind of like an everyday thing. Now, if we got hit with a pandemic, yes, you'd want to have the C and you want to have the D3. But at that point, you would want to shift more to the silver because regardless of how virulent the strain may be. Now, again, I believe they're going to do this totally through vaccinations like they did the first time. But if they are able to get this airborne and you're exposed to something unbelievably virulent, I'm not saying God can't protect you. I'm not saying God cannot deliver you. I'm not saying that you have to have the silver because God's created the universe. But I'm just saying if I were to have one thing on hand 
in regard to a pandemic scenario where they've released some ungodly, genetically created airborne strain of whatever they're going to try to release, you would want to really, really hit the silver, the 5,000 parts per million, heavily in that scenario because you want you want this secondary immune system to be like Fort Knox, essentially, in your body. And, and just to build up a, a barrier or a wall to anything that they could throw at you. So that's the difference, okay, between these, these types of products. So going back to the vitamin C, uh, factors such as smoking, illness, prescription drugs, physical activity, stress, and caffeinated beverages tend to quickly deplete vitamin C stores in the body. And this is a reason why some people are chronically ill and sick. I said, I've stated before the thing that got me into alternative medicine was a poorly functioning immune system. Well, when I started on this product, I found that I can really, like, my immune system's great. I don't have to worry about really getting sick if I stay on this particular product. Um, the C in particular, for me, that's, that seems to be the one that I, my system really, really needs. Um, it has a profound effect in, in regard to the immune system. Now, if you weren't taking it, and for a lot of years, I didn't, I hadn't really fully realized this. I had to take a lot more of the silver to keep my immune system, just to kind of keep from getting sick. When I added this in, I found that I was able to decrease the silver quite a bit and more, you know, have more rely on primary immune system function as opposed to silver, which is more secondary immune system function. Um, going further, uh, let's see. So, anyway, that gives you the description there. All right, now, last thing. I would be remiss if I didn't mention the 5,000 part per million silver or the revived mild silver protein. Regarding this, this is what is at the end of the uh, study that I did on the avian flu. I get into this, what I would, dosages, things like this, as far as um, proactive things you can do in the event of a pandemic. Something you would want to have on, on hand regarding that. Um, I give you several different links here that you can click on that tells you about the silver. Uh, in March 1978, Science Digest article entitled, Our Mightiest Germ Fighter Reported, quote, an antibiotic kills half a dozen different disease organisms, but silver kills some 650. Resistant strains fail to develop, which is what one reason why we've got all these super strains that the antibiotics cannot handle anymore, and they come out with these super mega heavy-duty antibiotics now that are the, the bacteria in these things are just adapting adaptations to, and they're becoming super strains. An example would be MRSA, multiple resistant Staph aureus, which is the hospital, a lot of people catch it in the hospital, and if they get it in a wound, and, and you know, they, they hardly have a way to get rid of it. You know, this does, that kind of adaptation does not happen with uh, colloidal silver. Uh, colloidal silver killed every virus that was tested in the lab, UCLA Medical Center. I use a very, very potent, strong, long-lasting, long-shelf-life colloidal silver. They're the only company that I know of on the planet that actually has uh, at least a minimum 15-year shelf life. Most of the silvers out there, they're going to have maybe six months. If you make it in your own generator, which is highly unstable, you better consume that stuff pretty quick because it starts to degrade usually within a month. It's, it's highly unstable, and that is not colloidal silver. That is almost primarily ionic silver, which is totally different than colloidal, which is actually colloidal silver based on a particulate and not a ionic electrically generated silver. I give you some links that do explain the difference because that can get rather complicated, explaining the difference between the two. Um, there's a link called The Truth About Mild Silver Protein, uh, 
MSP rebuttals of promoters, and then the actual MSP scientific medical studies. There's actually been medical studies done on this particular silver. Um, Let's see here. In five miles, silver protein is made under pharmaceutical good manufacturing practices with double checkoff lists. The silver is used as the finest available and is the same silver used in the 1930 edition 12 volume of British Encyclopedia of Medical Practice, Royal College of Physicians and Surgeons. The compounds used to make the silver are identical to the silver compounds used in burn wards across America. As a result, they can achieve uniform particle size, which is something most companies have a very hard time doing. So I get into particle size there a little bit more. Today's modern antibiotics kill over 100,000 Americans per year and cause horrendous liver and kidney damage, failure and death, and then the other things that I mentioned. Whereas the pre-1938 mild silver protein formulation, which is what this is, which is why this is not under FDA uh, regulation, because it was a pre-1938 product. 1938 was the year that the FDA, Food and Drug Administration, came in, took over, said silver's no good. The real reason was because they couldn't make money off it because it actually cured things. And that was when they brought in the modern-day advent of antibiotics. See where that's got us, okay? Um, whereas the pre-1938 mild silver protein formulation has never caused one death. Now, I've also done a, a teaching um, regarding avian flu, proactive ways we can protect ourselves. Now, this is more of, of a shorter version of the avian flu presentation links that I gave earlier. It's more of a, if you, if you don't want to, if you want it more of a shorter cliff-noted version, uh, it's entitled Avian Flu Population Control, H5N1 and Biological Warfare. You can click on that. It's, YouTube, it's on YouTube. Uh, I'll actually, I've got three different video series on YouTube, and there's a link here you can... One of them is specifically keen on the colloidal silver, and then a couple more on avion flu. So you can click on this link if you want to watch that presentation. Uh, also, I list the special here that I've got on the Invive 5,000 part per million silver. If you order it directly through me, not off my website, um, I, can, I can save you some money. If you order off my website, it actually goes through the factory. They put that website for, for me a long time ago when I went on that tour back in 06. So... If you order directly from me, actually, I'm uh, the 5,000 per million, per million. The shipping's free, and it's $5 less per bottle. And I give you the email address you can contact me. I give you the details and the email address you can contact me for more information. And I received this email the other day. Just about done here. Uh, it says, thank you, Brother Scott for your obedience to the Lord Jesus Christ and your diligence to report on the silver and its health benefits. I purchased the silver... Now, the vitamin C and the D. So he got the Invive 5,000 part per million silver, the um, C500, and the vitamin D3 from an A. Purchased those from you a few weeks back with a severe systemic candida infection. This was not diagnosed with lab tests, but with prayer. I want to let you know the astounding effects of this treatment. I have had several days where I could not move on to the next level of dosage due to extreme headaches and muscle aches, but I'm getting there. Uh, now, why did that happen? He went into what they call a Herxheimer reaction. He was so full of candida is what really does this. Candida gets into the bloodstream. Literally, I've seen women take one drop of the 5,000 part per million in vibe, and they go straight to sleep. And they don't die. They just go to bed. Okay? Why? Because that one drop of silver starts killing candida. Very, very concentrated. You have to understand... Go to a health food store, you're going to get 20 parts per million, at most, typically. Maybe 10. I've seen it in the parts per trillion, which is even weaker. Compare 20 parts 
or 10 parts per million to a 5,000 part per million solution. You know, you compare, like, 10 parts per million to, you know, the um, 5,000 parts per million, it's, you know, like 500 times stronger, literally. So it's a huge difference in strength levels. That's why one drop can have a profound effect. You got to be a little careful. You got to start out slow if you think you've got high levels of candida, um, because this stuff kills candida like crazy, and it causes a Herxheimer reaction, which is called a die-off effect, which means you've just hit the nail on the head. It's not fun to go through, but what it means is just back off on the dosage, increase your consumption of purified water, and eventually your body will get through it. I mean, you got to get through it somehow. You got to get these candida loads down. So going further, uh, let's see here. I've had several days where I could not get on to this next level of dosage due to extreme headaches and muscle aches, but I'm getting there. Now, I've had, I don't know how many of these type of testimonies come in. I'm just reading one for today, just because I don't want to belabor the point, but I just thought this was a neat one I got uh, recently. I no longer do have to use prednisone and albuterol to breathe. Oh, that is so awesome. Those are two of the most horrific drugs on the planet. Prednisone and albuterol are just horrific. I could do a whole study on those two drugs. I've got a lot of personal experience with patients on those. Anyway, in fact, I have not been able to, to take deep breaths like this in a long time. My arthritic joints are mostly pain-free and movable now. I am starting to hear much better, which I almost was deaf and doctors could not figure out why. I also purchased probiotics and food-grade hydrogen peroxide to brush and rinse my teeth with. Uh, now, the food-grade hydrogen peroxide, mostly for that. My energy level is much greater, and I find that I am not craving sweets, and my anxiety level is way down. Now... If you, if you are loaded with candida, it is good to do at least two things, the silver and a good probiotic. You do them at separate times. You do the probiotics in an empty stomach apart from the silver. But the probiotics are going to replenish and repopulate the intestinal tract with good bacteria. And the silver, which you want to hold in your mouth for three to five minutes, that's going to actually kill the candida colonies in the, in the body. And particularly if you're holding it in the mouth, it's going to get straight into the bloodstream where it's actually going to kill those colonies off. So the two together are really the way to go after yeast. Uh, my energy level is much greater. I find I'm not craving sweets. My anxiety level is way down. Now if the flu comes around, I will, will be able to treat it with silver without a severe toxic crisis from the candida. I have suffered for many years with autoimmune problems when in fact I believe the drugs they gave me made things worse. The methyltrexate, another horrific drug I took, caused scarring on my lungs so I couldn't talk for eight weeks. Wow. The vitamin C and the Motrin they told me to take also caused severe f- bleeding over the scars, and I almost died from a massive bleed. See, that's the problem. This is stuff I don't have to worry about regarding, um, like with drugs in particular, the, all these interactions you get, you know. Um, then he goes on to say, the albuterol and propellant in there was making my cough worse, and the pregnizone just increased the yeast. Uh, sure is a death racket. Please tell your readers never to mix Motrin with over-the-counter vitamin C. Now, over-the-counter, meaning ascorbic acid, is what I'm assuming he's talking about here. Uh, with You're getting ascorbic acid. That's not the food state vitamin C. Not to say I would say take both of them together either, but just just to let you know the difference. Okay, so praise the Lord Jesus Christ for you and your ministry. May he bless you abundantly and keep his word coming forth. Amen. In Christ, Chris. And I took away his personal things. I'm not going to like ever do that. I always try to always filter out their email addresses. But 
Anyway, um, and then also, I know I'd get questions about this. Okay, well, what, what are these startup dosages if you start on the silver? It, particularly if you have a high amount of infection or yeast. Well, I give you the full startup dosage protocol and all the things to know about the silver or most of the things to know about the silver at the very, very end of this presentation. It's going to be on like page 38. I might go into 39 once I add my table of contents in. But it gives you like the whole thing um, in one fell swoop. So this is like precautionary things you do if you're taking the 5,000 part per million silver and how to kind of ease into it and, and what to expect and think little things that you can do um, to make things better, essentially. So that's all I've got today. I'm just about out of time. I'll just go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day and this time you've given us, Lord. I just pray, God, that your word, your truth, your wisdom, your understanding will go forth, Lord God, into the body of Christ and into those, Lord God, that are unsaved around us, that you would use us as beacons of hope, Lord God, to those around us, uh, and that you would give the people in our lives, Lord, and the people that we can impact, eyes to see, hearts to receive, ears to hear, Lord, and that you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed as we forgive those who have sinned against us, that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be pleasing and acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer, that you would cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret falls, that they would not have dominion over us, um, that your name would be glorified through this ministry, through the body of Christ, through, through the listeners to this program, Lord God, and that you would bless and protect the innocent, Lord God, the unborn babies, the uh, babies, the, the moms, the dads, the children, Lord God, worldwide that are, uh, Satan has his sights set on, Lord. I just pray to God that you protect them, that we would be accounted worthy to escape all the things coming upon this world and to stand before the Son of Man. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.